This is because I want to. All right, so uh, this is what we're doing. We're we're podcasting. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, so this is because I want to, where we talk about whatever we want to. Thus the name. Yeah, my name is Lindsay. I'm Sarah, and we live, what, 600 miles apart? Um, it might be further than that. I live in Oklahoma now. So exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> and here I am, trapped in Maryland. Yeah. Until the end of time. It's an okay place to be trapped, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm trapped in Oklahoma. I just moved here, so... <laughs> So, uh, how goes the Oklahoma life for you? It is very quiet. (laughs) So, I think part of the reason we're doing this podcast is to have something to do in these turbulent times. Oh, I agree. I have nothing to do, which is why I'm day drinking today. Well, that for social lubricant, but also, I just have nothing else to do. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking White Claw. Ooh. I've been trying to. I didn't feel... <laughs> <laughs> the talking over each other is going to be something to figure out. Well, I was just going to say I've been trying to get White Claw, but it sold out. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Do you mm-hmm. have to go to like the liquor store in Oklahoma? Yes, which is really annoying because in Louisiana, I could just get it at the Walmart. <laughs> yeah, I got to go to the liquor store. I like the rest of us fools. Mm-hmm. I am drinking just vodka and Diet Coke at the moment. Delicious. Delicious. So can we talk about how I spilled a White Claw all over myself before oh. we started doing this? Oh, no. <laughs> I also spilled wine left over from last night. And then <laughs> I had a knife, like, under a <laughs> towel or something. And I was, like, vigorously cleaning, as you know I do. And I literally, like, threw it across the room. And it was not like a butter knife. It was like a chop, chop, chop knife and like almost stabbed myself in the foot. Oh, my God. Movie. This is what's happened to me. This this is my life. (laughs) Um, I was thinking last night. I don't know why I started fixating on carbon monoxide and thinking, do I have a detector in my house right now? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't have one. I'm Every, pretty positive I don't. Everyone should definitely have one. I also, well, I think my smoke alarms might be also carbon monoxide detectors, but my smoke alarms definitely don't work. Oh my gosh, you need to get on top of that. The reason I bring that up is because we both are living by ourselves, and I was thinking if I were to die from carbon monoxide, how long it would no. take for anyone <laughs> to find me. I think about that kind of stuff. <laughs> all the time so to be fair i did buy new smoke alarms i just haven't installed them they're sitting on top of my refrigerator and i bought them (laughs) because one of okay so i'm a teacher for those of you no one none of you would know this is the first (laughs) podcast i'm a teacher um and we have an alt program at our school for kids who are like intellectually disabled and one of them he is really into like vacuums and like home appliances and so one day he asked me, he was like, Miss Snyder, did you check your smoke detectors? Like, do you check them regularly? And I was like, yeah, 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 I do. And he was like, do you? And I was like, you know what? I promise I'll go home tonight and I'll check them. And I checked them and, and they don't work. So, uh, yeah, I bought new ones. I just haven't installed them. I'm surprised because for me, dying in a fire is like one of my biggest fears. And it's a pretty like realistic fear to have. Yeah, right before I bought this house, three houses in my neighborhood basically exploded. Because yeah, did I ever tell you this? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my god. So basically, what I have been led to understand that happened is like a propane tank caught on fire and exploded and therefore all the houses near it basically exploded holy moly yeah so that's like a real fear that i clearly am not taking seriously it's like a thing well you should definitely put your smoke detectors up because it's super easy to do that mine are like wired into my house and i'm afraid to electrocute myself 
Ooh. I'll watch a YouTube video and then I'll do it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think you're supposed to have, there's rules for like how many you're supposed to have and where you put them. I have two. And I don't think there's one in the basement. I feel like you should probably have at least one on each floor. One would think. <laughs> um, I got a carbon monoxide detector at my last house because um, I was feeling like headachy and nauseous for a couple of days. And Brock, who is my husband now, was like, oh, I've been feeling the same way. And then we both got like really paranoid about it. <laughs> I tell you, it's like a real fear. It's a real fear. And speaking of carbon monoxide, it's one of the uh, things people might think is a cause for what we're talking about today. That's my really, really cool segue. Did you like it? That was seamless. I'm really good. Uh, (laughs) So what are we talking about today, Lindsay? We are talking about ghosts. Ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Paranormal activity. Oh my God, that movie scared me so much. Like, really uh, fed into some real fears I have. The but movie? we'll get into that. Paranormal yeah. activity? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. So, uh, I guess my question is, are ghosts real? What are your thoughts? So, I think I'm open to the possibility, because I don't think we know everything about everything. Agreed. And we don't know if there's other, like planes of existence or dimensions and we don't know what happens when like you die I guess so who knows true facts true facts that is the uh, mystery of life as it were so do you think there are different kinds of ghosts or do you think it's just like ghosts hmm I think there are different kinds what kinds do you think there are Oh, I don't know. I just think let's not pigeonhole ourselves into (laughs) one kind of ghost. (laughs) Let's not commit before we really know what's going on. (laughs) I mean, I've never had, you know, like a personal conversation with one to decide if I think they're real. I think they're real. Let's start there. Mm -hmm. I think they're very real because I tend to think things that are found in like every culture are real. Mm -hmm. Although there is some like sociological psychological term for that like you know cultural archetypes carl jung were here he'd disagree with me but he's dead so i get to say what i want to say and i think (laughs) yeah fuck that guy (laughs) he's dead so uh i think you know anything (laughs) that you find across cultures sure it's real i agree and i was also thinking about how many experiences and stories people have had like millions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's got to be at least one thing in there that's actually true right yeah like I don't think it's all true I think people there's a lot of people are much more willing to just be like oh yeah that was a ghost than they would be for like other things which is interesting people I think people want it to be real so they do make excuses for things that probably shouldn't excuses shouldn't be made for yeah and I think like the unexplainable you always want to jump to the paranormal because I was thinking about this a while ago like you know before we knew how tornadoes work if I saw a tornado I'd be like oh my that's an act of God right there oh my god I talk (laughs) about that with my students all the time I'm always like can you just imagine being in Kansas and no one's told you what a fucking tornado is mm-hmm. and you're like oh it's really whipping up outside and you go outside and there's just the fucking hand of God <laughs> reaching down <laughs> yes I would I, think that God was smiting us and we need to like make sacrifices or something agreed agreed or just like the first time you saw any sort of like extreme weather that you were unfamiliar with it would yeah. be terrifying like what mm-hmm. if you'd never seen like hail before or snow and didn't know what snow was yeah or when those like freak things happen where frogs will rain down from the sky (laughs) that's where those plagues in the bible come from man plagues yeah the plagues just listen to that song today it's a great song prince of egypt i took your poll on instagram and i got it wrong yeah, I took a poll, everyone. You can uh, leave in the comments what you think your favorite is. But uh, Prince of Egypt 
What is the best song? I'm of the firm belief that it's The Plagues. Lindsay disagrees. It was, that's probably like the hardest poll I've ever taken because all the songs are so good. And I literally (laughs) stared at that question for 30 seconds. I had a lot of comments like that of people just being like, this is like Sophie's choice. Like I can't choose. (laughs) I think I chose Deliver Us, although that's not, I don't think my favorite song. I think my favorite one is um, the one, Look at Your Life Through Heaven's Eyes. It's a good one. I'm not going to lie. It's, I mean, they're all great songs. I'm not saying they suck. I'm just saying The Plagues is superior. Yeah, that one is really, really good. It's impossible to choose, I think. Uh, but anyway, ghosts. So, ever seen one? I've never seen one. I've had some spooky experiences, though. <laughs> so, I apparently... I've had one experience where I'm like, I'm pretty positive I saw one because I, I don't know what else it would have been. And then I have like stories people have told me. And I also, I like talked to my therapist about this recently where she seemed to think it was, there was a scientific explanation for it. Whereas I was like, I don't know. But um, I hear voices sometimes huh. when I'm falling asleep and waking up that I, yeah. But anyway, so tell me about your spooky experiences and then I'll, I'll tell okay. you about mine. Yeah, maybe we should alternate. Okay. So I think I've already told you about this, but I'll tell you again. But when three years ago, I moved down to my house in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And it was like my first week of being down there. Like I had just moved. And um, Brock and I were asleep. And he kind of shook me and woke me up and was like, Do you hear that? And I was kind of waking up and I heard like it sounded like someone with really heavy work boots was stomping down the hallway like. Oh, I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Like it was really loud. Like it didn't sound like someone trying to be sneaky or anything. And it freaked me out so much and it freaked him out to the um, point where he called 911. And I was like, what are you doing? Because right after that happened, the plumbing in our bathroom made a weird noise, like a weird loud gurgling noise. So I thought maybe it's something to do with the pipes. So he hung up. It might have been. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. So he hung up. um, And I realized that our bedroom door was unlocked. So I mustered up every fiber of courage I could find in my being and got up and locked the doorknob and then ran back to bed. (laughs) So like sometimes pipes make like these horrifying banging sounds Uh that like sound like mine do that every once in a while. I also get freaked out from my dogs being under the bed and they like crawl around and it sounds like somebody walking around. Uh Uh-huh. So it could have been pipes, but the house never made noises like that since. Oh, maybe it was just a ghost being like, yo, you're new. What up? (laughs) Checking you out. So we um, just stayed in the bedroom until morning. And I think um, police came by and did a drive-by of the house. They called back and were like, "Um, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) And Brock was like, I think so. (laughs) Yes, officer, just a ghost. So I think they came by and did a drive-by, and then just kind of tangentially, he Brock used to leave all the cabinets open. So I came out into the kitchen one morning, and all the cabinets were open, like that scene from The Sixth Sense, and I was like, we have a ghost. (laughs) See, as somebody who's, like, stayed in that house with you, that house did have, like, a creepy vibe, I will say. Yeah, I think I don't know if it was because I slept in that room and that closet was mirrored, so like I would <laughs> look up and like just always expect to see like a face behind me. But yeah, it was like a creepy house, creepier than my house, I would say. So yeah, that was the only time that happened though, which I don't know if that makes it more paranormal or less paranormal. I don't know. I think I like could see like a ghost just being like, "Oh, you're cool," and then you know backing <laughs> off. I don't know. Like, does the ghost have a personality? That's why I try not to offend any invisible ghosts in any houses I'm in now. <laughs> oh, true facts. 
It's like when we stayed in that plantation and I just had to let all the ghosts know that I oh, disapproved yeah. of what happened to them and please don't <laughs> come after me. You should tell My ancestors that. didn't do this. You should tell that story because I was not awake for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just, that how, that plantation. But anyway, let's start in my youth <laughs> with ghosts. Yes. So my mom's mom, I was their only grandkid. They didn't have any other grandkids. So we were like super close. And she died when I was really little. She died when I think I was like four, four maybe. Um, and for like weeks after that, I would wake up in the middle of the night screaming <laughs> at my grandmother to go away. Oh my God. <laughs> and so my mom would like come in and she'd be like, what's going on? And I'd be like, grandma was here. Like, she's trying to talk to me. It's scary. I don't want to talk to her. And that happened for like weeks until my mom finally one night just like screamed down the hall, like, mom, go away. She doesn't get it. <laughs> and it stopped. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I don't know if I was having like night terrors because I had those when I was little. I used to have really intense ones about Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that happened. So um, I'm inclined to believe that there was something to that because that just seems too coincidental. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like I could see like I was their only grandkid and like my mom was like she was like obsessed with you. So I could totally see her coming back and doing that just to like say goodbye. Have you ever thought about what if you were like, okay, grandma, I'm ready. I'm older now. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Cause I feel like conceivably if I put it out there, I would get it back. Like I had not the therapist I have now previous therapist. She was much more crunchy than the one I have now. She was like, you should look into that. Like, it seems yeah. like you have some sort of like opening. It's like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to open any doors. The dorm should lock, lock it, barricade it, <laughs> chain it off. <laughs> Needs to stay that way. Yeah. Cause if you open that door, then you don't know what else will walk through it, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, mm, but yeah, so that happened. And then nothing really um, until I moved here. And for those, none of you know, again, because this is the first episode, <laughs> but I live very close to Gettysburg. And if you know anything about the Civil War, Gettysburg, a lot of people died. Lots and lots and lots and lots. So um, there's a lot of ghost stuff around where I live. And one day I was driving down the road. I can't remember who was in the car with me, but someone was in the car with me. And I looked out my right you know, driver's side window, and I saw someone walking down the side of the road in Civil War, like, garb. And I was like, huh. <laughs> Odd. Strange. <laughs> so I asked my friend, and she, I was like, you see that guy? And she was like, what guy? And there was no one there. So, yeah, that's my other one where I was like, I'm pretty positive that was a ghost that I just saw. Can right I there. tell you, one time I saw a clown walking on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he was a ghost. I think he was just a lost clown. <laughs> that's, for some reason, that's even more sad. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, because I would say it was a reenactor, but if they disappeared, then... Yeah, that was my first assumption. Or, like, some people are just weird, and they like to wear, you know, yeah. old garb. Do you remember if it looked like they were wearing, like, a Union uniform? It or? was Union. Oh, okay. No uh, traitors up here. Yeah, Gettysburg is super haunted. Yeah. we went. Did you go with us when we went? I can't remember if you were in town or not. We went on a ghost tour in Gettysburg. Um, I've been on a couple. So maybe. Yeah, I went on one where we went to, like, an old, I think it was a school and they, like, took us in the basement, and we had to climb in this, like, hole that was essentially just, like, in the bedrock of this basement. And then they turned off all the lights, and then you just sat uh, there and waited. For what? I don't know, a ghost to, like, poke you? Oh. <laughs> I, okay, I, I don't got, think I was there for that one. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't see or feel any ghosts that night. Um, speaking of Gettysburg, should I tell the Moe's ghost story? That ghost story to this day, like, 
fills me like it makes all the hairs on my arms stand on end and yes you should tell it okay i won't our friend the mo her real name's katie i won't do as good a job telling it as if she could because she was the one who experienced it but i was kind of involved so yeah um she went to college at gettysburg college which as we've said is super haunted and i was going to pick her up to do something i forget what but i was like an hour away and I was still at home and I got a text on my phone that was like something along the lines of, are you in my closet right now? I remember this. I think it was like a group text because I think I was driving to meet you guys there or something. <laughs> this was a really long time ago because we're old and not in college anymore. But True facts. Yeah, I got that text and I was just like, no, what are you talking about? And she said, if you're in my closet, just tell me or something like that, because I'm freaking out right now. And I said, no, I'm in like Woodbine, Maryland right now. I'm not even in the same state as you. So I think she basically said what happened was she was in bed and in her dorm and she saw a blonde girl come into her room or from the bathroom and then go into the closet and yeah, and this was her dorm where she'd already been having things happen, like her trash can getting knocked over continuously, like over and over and over. Yeah, and she said that she was completely awake, saw this girl, the girl like didn't acknowledge her, and then she heard like a weird metallic scraping sound. Um, and so she was scared and texted me. I said, no, it's not me. And I guess she eventually went up to go look, and there's like a trash can and like a metal spring in there and when she ran her like finger along it like that was the sound that she had heard yeah and the creepiest part of this story is so like that happened and obviously there was nobody in the closet and she was at a party later at a frat like years later um and she met somebody who was living in that dorm and the same thing happened (sighs) to them And I hate that. She told me that story, and I was just like, ugh. ugh." I mean, how could you ever, if there's a ghost where you're living, how could you ever get, like, naked again? Right? (laughs) Well, I guess that, like, goes into the question of, like, are ghosts aware? Um, I would guess that some of them are. Because, like, there's that, I think I saw this on Ghost Hunters, which we can talk about Ghost Hunters, but I love that show. Um, and they talked about how some ghosts, you know, are aware and are like active and interact with you and whatever. And some are just like stuck in a repeat <laughs> moment. And so they. Oh, my God. That scared me so bad, though. <laughs> this is also like quiet and dark and echoey in my house. <laughs> well, you're also in a house right now with zero things. Yeah, there's nothing to absorb the sound. Oh, hold on. And um, whenever like bean starts barking at stuff i'm like what do you see what do you hear oh yeah and bean is very like he barks at stuff that i'm like what are you barking at yeah kind of like my cat my cat looks at things and i'm like what are you looking at yeah at my old house bean would like always stare at this one part of the ceiling and just bark at it and i'd be like oh god why (laughs) you probably have like a critter in the like crawl space but yeah, so I don't know. I think some ghosts are stuck in like repeating the same event over and over and they aren't aware of you. Yeah. So I don't know. Or it could be like an others situation. Which can you imagine how awful that would be? I guess you're not aware, but like you're just for all eternity just acting out stuff that I assume was like traumatic to you in your life. Yeah, and then I guess that begs the question of, like, what is a ghost? Like, is it just, like, leftover energy? Is it a soul? Like, what is it? Ooh, what if it's, um, you you saw Arrival, right? Yes. I love that movie. Yeah, where you can, like, experience time differently. What if it's, like, the shadow of the past that's just, like, replaying? Oh, it's, like, bleeding through? Yeah. I like that because I think time is just time is a construct, everyone. Time is a construct. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I could see that like it just bleeding through or like uh, you're having some sort of like dissonance in how you experience time. 
Yeah, like in um, Donnie Darko, remember how he could see the vector showing like where he was going to go before he went? I definitely need to rewatch that movie. I haven't seen that movie since I was like 17. Well, basically, you could see him at different points in time at the same time. So yeah, what if you're just seeing a moment from the past? Interesting. So yeah, I, what were we talking about? (laughs) we were talking about um like are you just seeing points in the past for some ghosts like shadows of the past i really i like this reasoning i like this a lot because my mom like so my mom is super religious and i'm super not so we get into arguments about this stuff all the time and she asked me how do i (laughs) believe in ghosts but not believe in like god and i was like i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't i don't have a good explanation for it i haven't recon- like reconciled this aspect of my beliefs yet um but that would certainly account for a lot of it yeah i yeah maybe that's part of it and then the other part is like you're saying with the movie the others like they're just kind of doing their thing and they don't know about us like they're like us but them in their own world man and then I guess there's the question of do we believe in ghosts just because it's been in our culture for so long and therefore we make reasons to believe it as opposed to like seeking other explanations because they've been around forever like there are like I forget if it was Pliny the Younger or Pliny the Older but he talked about ghosts, and that was, like, over a thousand years ago. hmm Well, I think, yeah, like, humans are inclined to use the paranormal to explain things they don't understand. And I think they also are inclined to have, like, religious beliefs, and that kind of just naturally ties in to it. Man. I don't know. I like, I like the idea of a world with mystery in it. I don't know that I need everything explained. Yeah. And, I mean, do you think most or all religions believe in ghosts or spirits? I guess they do because they have, like, afterlives and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, if you believe in, like, reincarnation, does that kind of take away from the idea of a ghost? Or would that be, like, a punishment? Like, you were a bad person and therefore you don't get to reincarnate. You just get stuck. Yeah, I'm not sure, like, how that belief system works. I don't know. It was the most... I took a couple religion classes in college when I considered being a religious studies major, and Hinduism was the most confusing one for me. Well, yeah, because, like, Hinduism, there's, like, so many different gods. Mm Mm-hmm. And And it's, like, very... I, I didn't understand. Buddhism was a little bit more straightforward, but Buddhism is weird because Buddhism isn't really... It's, I would call it a belief system before I would call it, like, necessarily a religion. Mm-hmm. Because there's not really God or anything. Yeah, like a way to live your life kind of thing. Yeah, I've also gotten in arguments with my mother about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it sounds like you just always argue with your mom about belief systems. Uh, we argue a lot because my mom is like firmly of the belief I'm going to go to hell. Like it <gasps> genuinely really? worries her. Oh yeah. We talk about it. She's like, I'll be like, oh do you think God. I'm going to go to hell? And she's like, yes, I worry about it every day. And she I'm just like, wow. She thinks you're going to hell. Uh, I don't know that she thinks I'm going to heaven <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Does she think that because you're not like, um, like a avid Catholic I mean, let's be honest, I'm I'm an atheist. <laughs> so, okay. so so I think in Catholicism, she, do atheists not you have to like Oh yeah, believe you have in to God. believe. Yeah. You have to believe. Yeah. So That's a quite the I imagine that would be very distressing for your mom. <laughs> oh, I am positive it is. My therapist thinks it's hilarious. She's like, How did your mother <laughs> raise two atheists? <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't I don't know. I feel like that tends to happen a lot, though. You have, like, very well, devout parents and then kids who kind of push back against that. 
Well, I think it goes, like, one of two ways. It goes very, like, you're indoctrinated, and that's just, like, where you are, and those that's your belief system. Or you just push back hard, and you mm-hmm. flip the other way. And that's just what happened with me and my brother. Yeah. So, but yeah. We both believe in ghosts, though. So there's that. Well, that's there's some common ground. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Do you have any other spooky experiences? Um, so, oh, I guess I should talk about, like, the hearing things. So I started getting sleep paralysis when I was, like, 14, I think. And it's gotten progressively worse as I've gotten older. So I would say my sleep paralysis came around the same time my, like, autoimmune disorder came around. Um, and like a bunch of other things. Like, I just feel like my DNA started to freaking crumble or something. Um, it's probably around but like anyway. puberty, you know, probably has to do with it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's definitely, I would say in the past five years, like peaked. Um, and so pretty much any time I nap, I will get sleep paralysis. If I Oof. hit REM cycle while napping, I will get it. Um, and typically when I get it, I hear things. Yeah. So the creepiest stuff, though, is when it happens when I haven't been. And I a lot of times will, like, justify it with, oh, I was dreaming. My body's waking up really slow. And I just am, like, hearing the remnants mm-hmm. of it. But I definitely get a lot of, it's never, like, conversations. It's always things in my ear going, like, hey, <gasps> wake up. I hate that. Yeah, uh, stop. the first time it happened to me, I cried because <laughs> literally I woke up because something went in my ear and went, wake up. Oh my so God. that happens fairly often to the point where I'm used to it. I also sometimes get this sensation of somebody sitting at the end of my bed, which I hate. I hate that. <laughs> I just have like a lot of weird sleep things that I've just kind of ignore now. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Yeah, I guess there's like nothing you can do. I've only had sleep paralysis like a handful of times, but the first time it happened, I thought I was being possessed. <laughs> it's terrifying. And what's terrifying about it is everybody experiences it differently. Like it's, it took me a long time to realize what was happening. Thank God for the internet because my parents were just like, whatever about it. Because for a while, it only happened in the car when I fell asleep in the car. Okay. Yeah. I feel like um, when I do get it, I have to tell myself to calm down and relax. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it gets worse and scarier. Yeah. So I always, when I get it, I hallucinate. And so that was like the scariest thing first and then you have to convince yourself that you're not suffocating because i always feel like i can't breathe when i get it yeah and i have to be like no you're breathing this has happened before because i'm like very aware of what's going on and then i just have to focus on like moving one part of my body to like jerk myself out of it but the issue is if i do that and i jerk myself out of it if i don't get up immediately it will i just get back into it and so it can be like a vicious cycle until I can get out of it. So typically it happens when I'm sleeping on the couch and I just hurl myself off the couch onto the floor. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would ever nap again. <laughs> oh, I don't nap anymore unless it's for like 15 minutes. I just can't hit REM cycle. If I don't hit REM, I'm fine. Because like even if you know what's going on, it's still just a really unpleasant experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always wake up heaving. I'm always like, because <gasps> my body's trying to like kill me. I swear. Yeah, I feel like I've read that when that happens, your brain kind of goes into this mode where it wants to protect you. So it thinks that there's intruders. So that's mm-hmm. why it kind of manifests like usually I'll hear people talking in my house in the other room that aren't there. I hate that. And that's when I'll, I'll tell myself, okay, Bean isn't barking. There's no one there. It's not real. (laughs) Oh, I have, you know, I have really loud neighbors. And so sometimes when they're going like up the stairs, it sounds like someone's going up the stairs in my house. It's been a lot better since I got the dog camera because I can just turn it on and be like, no, there's no one in the house. But yeah. So I bet a lot of um, paranormal stories are like, can be explained by that probably because you're, you're literally seeing and hearing things that aren't there. 
Agreed. I would agree with that. So my next question is, do you think some people are more, I don't want to say open, but do you think like mediums and things like that's like a thing? I think absolutely. But I think for every legit one, there's probably 10 who aren't. Oh, agreed. I feel like if you're a real medium, you probably don't advertise it. Yeah, there was um, an episode of the X-Files that was all about that. There was a guy that had the gift and Dana and, or no, Scully and Mulder were like, please help us solve this crime. And he was like, no, but then he eventually helped them. Because <laughs> I imagine like if you really did have that, you wouldn't want to advertise it because I imagine it wouldn't be like a pleasant thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm sure, like, very scary. And I would believe that there's parts of our brains that can do things that, you know, we don't know. Oh, it would be, I don't know, it'd be cool to talk to somebody who who could do it, though. Um, I read a book last year that kind of touched on this. And, like, the author's philosophy was that our brains are basically, like, antennas. And some people's antennas can pick up, like, other channels, interesting i could see that though because like we're all wired a little differently Mm -hmm. otherwise you wouldn't get things like you know bipolar disorder anxiety disorder schizophrenia if we weren't all wired a little differently yeah and i absolutely believe that we have um senses like we have instincts where we can sense things like you know if i agree ever like felt someone looking at you and you look at them and you make eye contact and you're like, ah, (laughs) do you think that's like an inherited like prey drive instinct that we just like over time have inherited or do you think it's like a collective unconscious thing? Um, I don't know, actually, I feel like it could be both, but I feel like you can, people who do that, you can like feel someone's focus on you. You can feel someone's like attention and their energy and it's like creepy it's super creepy. I'm like a big fan of the idea of a collective unconscious. I think it's super cool. I like that too, because it explains why in like cultures all across the world, we all have the stories of like, you know, the moon and the mother and the earth and stuff like that. Again, Carl Jung would disagree. <laughs> Although, no, he, did he believe that he was, yeah. it was his thing, right? And the archetypes. Wow. Sorry, Carl. He's sorry over in his grave right now. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yeah, this is me really a uh, harkening back to a uh, 15 years ago in intro to psych class. Yeah, I don't remember too too much about the different psychologists, but I remember kind of identifying with a lot of Carl Jung and like that kind of stuff. I mean, I like the idea. I guess it would explain a lot too about like why a lot of inventions all happen at like the same time. Like people mm-hmm. invent the same thing in like multiple locations. Yeah, like um, physics and algebra and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Man, we're just all connected. And those of you that fight it should get over it. I believe, yeah, I believe that. And I think that it's maybe it's like in our DNA and we pass it down. And it's why, you know, animals do certain things out of instinct, like behavioral things. It's because they... I mean. I feel like it has to be because how else would some of that stuff get passed on? Like, how would a goose know to migrate unless it's passed in their DNA? Like, how how else would they know? Yeah. So there's, like, knowledge in our DNA. I feel like I'm feeling the alcohol now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we both felt like we needed the uh, social lubrication. I'm okay, I think, outside of the need to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's all really interesting, though. And I like um, entertaining it and thinking about it. I think it's fun. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I feel like there's just so much about DNA and, like, what we pass on that we, like, don't really know about. Like, have you ever read about, oh, gosh, there was a Radiolab episode about it. It's not invasive DNA. I forget what it's called, but essentially this idea that DNA chains can jump from one thing to another without it necessarily being like mother to child. Like Mm. it can jump in other ways. Mm. Like if you need to evolve really quickly or else your species is going to die out, it can like jump and it's super weird. And it just makes me really like wonder about like (laughs) awareness and just like all these things that we just don't, we don't know. 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that. But like you said, I think we didn't even know that DNA was a thing until like relatively recently. So, right. Oh, man, I'll have to like look it up. There was a Radio Love episode about it. It will explain it way better than I ever could. Um, but yeah, some some sort of like, it's not invasive DNA. That's just what I keep calling it. But mm-hmm. something like that, something in that wheelhouse. Well, it's also like I've kind of been hearing more about epigenetics, which is like you have the gene for something, but it doesn't get expressed until there's a trigger in your environment. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I believe that. Like my autoimmune thing didn't express itself until I was like 14 or 15. And that's definitely hereditary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's been really fun looking at all my DNA results and what junky DNA I have. <laughs> Just like junky. Well, you're here, aren't you? <laughs> I am here. Like last time I looked, it said I have like the gene for Ehler- Ehlers-Danlos, which I definitely don't have, but apparently that's chilling in there. And then spondylitis is, is also that? chilling in there. That's another autoimmune disorder with like bone growth and joint inflammation which hmm. you know i have like terrible joint inflammation so that would make sense mm-hmm. yeah that's the thing about taking those dna tests is it's very like do i want to know <laughs> right it is very that and it's very like especially when you see the stuff that you just like trend for where it's like we've noticed that a lot of people with this dna marker have this problem <laughs> Yeah, like I took one of those and it told me I was the carrier for some kind of muscular dystrophy. And um, I was like telling my family about it. And my sister's like, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. So like when I looked up, I think it was the ankylosin spondylitis. Turns out my uncle has that. So uh, hmm. came by that one, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, no cheating on that one. Yeah, the cystic fibrosis one, though. I don't know where that one popped in. Nobody that I know of in my family has that, so. I think that, isn't that one of those things? Or maybe it's muscular dystrophy that's just very, like, European. Mm-hmm. And your chances are, like, fairly good. If you're, I don't know. I could be completely uneducated on that. <laughs> I'm uneducated on, like, all of the things we've discussed today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are just all of my meanderings and watching a lot of ghost hunters. I love ghost hunters. Do you think ghost hunters is real? Um, I feel like it tends to be just kind of produced because they're under pressure to make a show. And I feel like they probably, some of it maybe, but they act up a lot of the being scared. Oh, yeah. Well, and like, I like that show because a lot of the episodes, they were just like, no, this place isn't haunted. Like, it's not anything. Uh Uh-huh. Which like leads me to believe it's more real than some other things. Then I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I've seen enough episodes to really say, but from what I have seen, it's a lot. It seems like very Blair witchy sometimes with the like shaking camera and the, I don't know. I want it to be more like documentary. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. But man, I used to love that show. And (laughs) (laughs) I guess my last question is, what is your favorite depiction in media of not just ghosts, but somebody who like can interact with ghosts. I want to know. Mo- I want to know both. My favorite depiction of someone who can interact with ghosts, like a real person. No, like a like a character. Hmm. You go first. Do you have someone in mind? Uh, I really like Klaus from the Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay, I've not He's seen really that. Cool. So. He can, like, commune with the dead, and I like how it's done. I think it's cool. And I like his character. I think his character is, like, an accurate depiction of, like, what would happen to you if you could see ghosts all the time and couldn't really control it. So I really like that. Uh, As far as, like, depiction of ghosts, paranormal activity scared me because Mm -hmm. paranormal activity is, like, 100% based on a person being haunted as opposed to a place. And that's, like, my biggest fear, because, like, you couldn't escape it. You would, it would just yeah. follow you, no matter where you went. But then in, like, the classic sense, I really like um, The Conjuring. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess, do you believe in, like, either malevolent ghosts or, like, demons? 
Oh man, this is like another thing I've gotten into with like my mother about. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm not <laughs> so, sure how I feel about them. I think like death, like I believe like evil exists. Like I think some things are just like evil, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I would call those things a ghost so much as like another sort of entity in the world out to do evil. But then I guess if I believe in that, I have to also believe that there's like good in the world out to do good. So I don't know. I don't know where I fall on that. Yeah, because I guess if you have spirits that are kind of lingering around, maybe not all of them are going to be nice. Yeah, I I mean, I imagine they wouldn't be. I imagine, like, what if, like, you're evil and then you lurk around because you want to do more evil? Mm Mm-hmm. Like a serial killer. Yeah. Ooh, I don't think I've ever thought about that before. I don't like the idea of the ghost of a serial killer. <laughs> like, what if, like, he just, like, wasn't done and he needs to come back and finish the job? Oh, like, in, man. you just don't know. You don't know. And I have to go to sleep in my empty, echoey house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, like, like, what if you... Do you think you can, like, invite a spirit into your life via, like, Ouija board? Um, I think maybe if you are like a certain kind of person and you're using something like that to welcome them, maybe. I don't know that anyone really could. Interesting. Do you think it matters what you're doing it with or is it just like the intention? I think probably like the intention. Like I don't think the Ouija board itself is like, I don't know, this powerful object. I think it's just a tool. And okay. so I, you could I, do that I with, agree. like, anything, you know? Yeah, I think I agree with that. That is just the intention I, as um, opposed to the means. Right. I had this, like, toy when I was little where it would, like, tell your future kind of thing. It was just, like, a little handheld electronic thing. And I took it over to a friend's house, and her mom saw me playing with it. And she said, you need to put that away. You're not allowed to have that in my house. Wow. All right. <laughs> So they were, like, hardcore, like, no, don't invite anything in. (laughs) I mean, I get that. I get that. Because, like, you don't know what you're inviting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think as far as, like, depictions of ghosts or, like, interacting with the other side, I really like, like, we talked about the movie The Others. Oh, yeah, that one, I like the premise of that. It's, like, an interesting premise. Yeah, because... You, I, I guess it's a spoiler, so I won't like say too much more. But it's just like really interesting. It makes you think about it differently. Um, and this is like cliche, but the sixth sense. Sixth sense is a really cool depiction of like life after death. I think that that movie. I watched it like a couple years ago again, and still holds up. It's still good. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan's one. I know. He really just kind of. Yeah, he poor just, M. Night. He just tried too hard, I think, with the other ones. It's, he needs to just not try as hard. Agreed. I also feel like once, like, you come up with, like, a really good idea, like The Sixth Sense, it's really hard to come up with mm-hmm. other really good ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, like, love scary movies, though. I can't watch them unless I'm with other people. It's why I've never finished The House on Haunted Hill on Netflix, because <gasps> I watched half of it when you other mean people were the with The Haunting me. of Hill House, that one? Yep, that's the yeah. one. That's it's that so one. good. Yo, I couldn't finish it, because I was in a cabin in Shenandoah with a bunch of people, and we watched, like, half of it. And then I came home, and people told me, we'll wait, and we'll, like, watch it together. And then no one waited, and I can't watch it by myself. Yeah, I don't blame you because that show is legitimately scary. What scared me about that show was how many scenes where... My dog's about to bark. Sorry, everyone, for the dogs. Can't be helped (laughs) unless I go, like, sit in a closet. Um, (laughs) But anyway, uh, what scared me about that show was how many scenes there were of someone just standing in a background... And then just panning past it and not, like, acknowledging that it was there. I hate that. Oh, yeah. That fills me with such dread. Oh, my gosh. And then 
there's like a reveal about one of the recurring like spirits in the house that's just so sad and disturbing. And if I think about it too much, it just freaks me out all over again. <laughs> oh, I'll have to make somebody finish it with me. Maybe I'll come finish visit you in Oklahoma at some point <gasps> and we can watch it. Oh my gosh, because that show, it's like it's scary, but it's also just really, really good. Like the acting's good, the writing's good. Mm-hmm. I want another season like yesterday. <laughs> That show scared me because also of its depiction of sleep paralysis, because it always drives yeah. home a little too hard for me, where I'm just like, yes, that's, that's my fear right there, right there. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, like, the mom. And I feel like that's a good example of how it could be, like, you know, the person who was affected arguably the most was the mom, and maybe she had, like, a mental illness or just a propensity for these spirits to, like... Mm-hmm invade her mind kind of (laughs) she was too open yeah we're gonna have to figure out what to do with these dogs next week everyone i know i don't know what the answer is bean only doesn't bark if he's sitting in my lap (laughs) london she's my dog's name is london everyone she's 11 she's an old lady and she doesn't hear very well anymore so now anytime she hears anything she freaks out and right now it's someone driving by my house which they do all day every day so yeah i don't know how to get my dog to stop barking i don't know what the solution is leave us comments and let us know everyone of what we should do because i've tried (laughs) everything um but yeah i guess i guess that's our first podcast episode yeah that was like almost a solid hour i feel like that's a good amount of time so i hope everyone enjoyed it um you can find this i guess we're gonna put it on itunes spotify and what's the other one stitcher um stitcher yeah i think that's the other big one all right so we're gonna stick them on there please subscribe please leave a comment as apparently that's how these things (laughs) get found we don't know what we're doing sorry if the audio is horrible please listen again (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's how i'm ending this All right. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.